Come on in, we're gonna get started. If you're a first timer, we have a first timers table over here. You could sit with David. If it's your first time here, we do encourage you to sit at the first timers table. A lot of guys here this morning. All right, we're going to get started. Welcome to all the first-timers here this morning. We do have a gift for you as well as if you were a first-timer here last week, we also have a gift for you that we forgot to bring. So before you leave here today, if you could, again, if you were a first-timer last week, stop by and see David at the first-timers table before leaving this morning. We have something for you. We have an announcement. We have an Ironman event coming up here, I believe, this month in the month of October. Keith, where are you? Could you tell us all about the Ironman event that we have coming up? Well, we've got our second annual Ironman family picnic. If you attended the last one, it was two years ago. We skipped the last year for obvious reasons, but it's just an opportunity for you to bring your family and friends out an event for Ironman because I'm sure they all see you. you know, you're always talking about Ironman and they're like, oh, well, we want to attend something and learn a little bit about Ironman and what you're doing there. And this is an opportunity for some fellowship. It's going to be a family picnic, October 23rd. It's going to be at Foundation Academy. We're going to have kickball, cornhole, barbecue, and also a donut eating contest for anyone that wants to enter. We've got a couple entries already. People have been practicing. Uh, so we're looking for some big donut eaters. If you're interested, see one of us. We're uh, taking names. We've got an elite list already, but we're looking for more. So just put on your calendars. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, bring your family, bring some friends, just an opportunity for fun and fellowship. Uh, Saturday, October 23rd, if you can put on your calendars, 3.30 at Foundation. And if you're interested in the donut Donut eating contest. See one of us. It'll be Dunkin' Donuts. Keith, I saw the first responders kind of going, we've got this one, boys. What was up with that? We got a special speaker this morning. If you guys could give it up for Bernie. Bernie, will you also open us up in prayer this morning? Thank you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this gathering of men, for they truly are searching you and following you. This morning, may what my words disappear and your words come forth. May what follows here act as enlightenment, encouragement, and knowledge for all who are gathered and all who are watching. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Good morning. To say that this is intimidating, there are so many guys in this room whom I absolutely have the utmost respect for what you do, both as in your day jobs and more importantly in your non-day jobs of moving this kingdom forward. And I am humbled to be able to come and speak. And I'm speaking on wisdom, which at times I look at myself and go, I feel a lot less like an Iron Man and more like a Tin Man because I'm searching for what it means and what you need in order to do life well. And I'm going to start off with the, what the world talks about as wisdom and its definition. And it is the ability to discern qualities of a relationship, insight, good sense, judgment, the accumulated philosophical and science learning, knowledge, a wise attitude, belief, or course of action, and the teachings of a wise man. Now to switch over to the other side in, in scripture, to Job 28.12, but do people know where to find wisdom? Where can they find understanding? In 21, Job 28.21, it is hidden from the eyes of all humanity. Even the sharp-eyed birds in the sky cannot discover it. 
In Job 28:23, God alone understands the way to wisdom, and he knows where it can be found. And then in 28:28, 28, 28, and this is what he says to all humanity, fear of the Lord is true wisdom, and to forsake all evil is understanding. And I have to admit that you're going to get me two more times this month because I was not a wise man and recruited people, but God in his wisdom, because my life has been out of balance, I have had a hard time to get here. And so by doing this teaching more than once, I am forcing my life into balance. I am forcing myself to prioritize this group over things outside of this group. And and that to me and is what you know, Dave and others have been talking about in the past is striving to find that balance. That's where wisdom helps us out. We all understand that, that we gain knowledge, but truly to be able to understand and apply knowledge is the wisdom part. Also to go into Proverbs 4.1, the, the, the father's wise advice, all my children listen when the father corrects you. Pay attention and learn good judgment, for I am giving you good guidance. Do not turn away from my instructions, for do as I uh, do too was once for I too was once my father's son, tenderly loved as my mother's only child. My father taught uh, my father taught me, take my words to heart, follow my commandments and you will live. Get wisdom and develop good judgment. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. That is where we all, myself included, struggle. <coughs> We gain that, that knowledge from the word and we will then turn away. There is a lot of noise out there that draws our attention away from the things that matter, which is being the wise counsel to our friends, honestly to ourselves, and to those who are around us. Um, we are called to minister out into that world, and we need his wisdom in order to do that. To quote um, an unknown author, knowledge is knowing what to say. Wisdom is knowing when to say it. We all, you know, again, in this day and age with Google and YouTube, or we can fix probably anything if we, you know, search enough. But the, the difference is between watching it and doing it is once you've gone through it a few times, then you understand the tricks and the nuances to why you're doing what you're doing. I work in education, and I have a great deal of... of uh, Admiration for the teachers who are in the classroom these days. Um, and one of the things that it's, as I talk with them, their role as they see it, which I believe is rightly so, is to teach children how to think, how to understand what is going forward in the world, not what to think. It is, it is our job to help teach the next generation how to think about God, how to feel about God. Um, I'm sure that Ryan probably read a whole lot of books about parenting before his child was born, but sat there with awe and, 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 and wishing he had the wisdom the first time his grandmother or the, his, his child's grandmother picked up the child and it immediately quieted down. It is that wisdom gained through time that helps them understand how to, to quiet a, a crying child. Can wisdom be taught? The short answer is not really, um, because wisdom is, is experience. 
I'm sure Dave Ogden will tell you that he could have been a chief when he was younger, but the experience of time has made him, and that wisdom gained with that time, has made him a much better person and leader than it would have been if he were young. Um, we've, we've all kind of been through those kinds of situations. And so what we can do is teach people reading of the Bible, modeling of faith, modeling of, of being a honest servant using the gifts of being joyful, being peaceful, not getting angry, not having a sharp tongue, and modeling that. Because by modeling that, you are then showing them the wisdom. It's amazing, when I started going through this, I found nine pages worth of scripture that all were pointing through this. And the one that I am looking for, I'm not finding. I apologize, this is... It is James 1.5. If you do not have that wisdom, ask God and he will give it to you. And that is my, my paraphrase of that. But again, we need to seek that. And the thing that this was our challenge this year within our church was to be reading the Bible every day. To go through it all the way through this year. And I'm finding that incredibly helpful in grounding my day. Because by grounding my day in the Word, I can go forth as the day challenges me and be able to apply that scripture or scriptures of the day or past days so that I can then go, go and be a better person. In Proverbs, um, do not be wise in your own eyes, the fear of the Lord, and shun evil. Again, this is going back to, to the earlier one. Do not forsake wisdom. She will protect you. She will love you. She will watch over you. Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom, though at all cost, you will have it all and get understanding. When the words are many, sin is not absence, but he who holds his tongue is wise. So it is at that point, I am going to end and turn it over to the table captains for the questions. <laughs> nice job, Brian. Thank you. If uh, you're a table captain, please stand up or a co-captain. Send one of you up here with me real quick. So just one of you from the table. And if there's only one of you, then uh, come up here and align right next to me really quick. Right up here. Align here. All right. When we started Ironman, to Bernie's point this morning, I read a couple of key books, one of which was a book called No Man Left Behind by uh, Pat Morley. And that book really allowed me to set the structure for Ironman so that no man was left behind. And we created this kind of formula from that book. So I was leaning on Pat's wisdom so that we could structure something. If it worked for the last 30 years for Pat, by golly, it's got to work for us here in Winter Garden. Since the conference, we've had a lot of new men come into our presence here. And I don't want to leave any of you behind because of the growth that we've seen in Ironman Connect. All right? These guys here are the core of what's happening here. These are what's called the table captains or co-captains. It's a very important role for Ironman Connect, is to know who your table captains are. And the table captain's primary responsibility is twofold, as you guys already know. Not to teach, but to facilitate conversation and know the men that are sitting at your table. Know who they are, their contact information, a little bit about their family, and then follow up with them throughout the week. It's a big role. We're asking guys that aren't getting paid. Anybody getting paid here? 
Uh, one guy's getting paid. <laughs> Dang it, I got to get on his payroll. <laughs> so here's the deal. I want these guys 10 seconds. That's how long you got the mic. 10 seconds. Tell them what the name of your table is and what makes it unique. And, and if you're a brand new table like Chuck and Troy, brand new table this morning, you don't have a name yet, but if you're a creative type and you know who you are, you're like, hey, wait, you're talking about me. There's a new table for creatives that's starting this morning, all right? Chuck and Troy are starting this table. And another table that's from the Journey guys, all right, that came over, Brian and Tracy are starting a new table. You guys may not have a name for it yet, but that's okay, no pressure. But we got a new table that's also starting from a new church, oh, not a new church, but a church that's over in Apopka called Journey. All right, so let me give it to Dave first, 10 seconds, really quick. Dave Greenfield, part of the Redeemed Table. We're a table of guys who have been experienced brokenness in our lives, and we realize that we need Christ to redeem our lives, and that's what he's doing. And we also have fun. We don't take ourselves very seriously, so we'd love to have you. Jim Butler, I facilitate the optimal entrepreneur roundtable and we're a bunch of guys that are called by God to be in the marketplace to use our giftings in a way that we can extend the kingdom of God so we encourage one another sharpen one another so that we can uh, our light can shine in that area Nick Fizarro, I co-captain the military table. Just a bunch of guys that have experience in the military. Welcome anybody. I'm Chuck, and as David said, co-captain with Troy. The creative arts table, maybe, or some, maybe the creationists. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I think creative people, creation people, are the closest to God <laughs> because He is our Creator. So, if you got some dreams, some ideas, some thought some talent come to our table. My name is Barry and I have the Pathways table and basically we are a group of guys just trying to realign our path to God and learn and wisdom is our topic right now and there couldn't be a more important topic as men for us to dive into and all are welcome at our table and again we uh, take our faith serious but live light. So I'm Bob Troxell, co-captain. Our name's a little interesting. We formed a year ago as other tables got too big. Men engaging in abiding in the truth or the meat table, but we like to think that we're men eating animals together. <laughs> and so we welcome anybody that is looking for one. I'm Bernie, I'm co-captaining the Hope Table, which Doc does online, and I'm now doing the in-person version. Ali Flores, Cross Generations. The heart behind it is that Ironman's legacy does not end here, so we want to have different age groups uh, come alongside, because as you can tell, there's a lot of men with experience, but not a lot of young men, so the heart behind it is that. Brian Hamill, we're still coming up with a name. We'll call it Man Zone for the time being. Tracy Deegan is my co-captain and came to Ironman to get ready for the conference saw what was going on here and said really wanted to be part of this, so we appreciate the opportunity to have a table. Thank you. Cool. Save the best for last. The, the future donut-eating champions. Dave Ogden, first responder table. You do not have to be a first responder to be a part of this table. I think these guys love Christ, absolutely. We talk every day, very close, but probably the most exciting thing is we love to shoot guns and blow stuff up. <laughs> so come to our table. <laughs> that's not fair. Guys, thank you for everything that you guys do and are doing. All right, if table captain, if you need some guys at your table and uh, you're a first timer, other than the ones that are sitting with me at the first timers table, stay there, don't leave. All right, you'll find some tables that need some guys potentially there. So, all right, table captains, everybody's got the questions. The floor is yours.